Can you describe your perfect candidate for the Academy? That's a, that's a good question. Welcome to the Cyber Evolution Podcast, conversations about all things cybersecurity, and more specifically, how you can start your new career in this booming industry. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cyber Evolution Podcast. Thank you for joining us yet again. I'm Adam Hewitt, CEO of Cyber Evolution, and today I'm joined by Josh Mason from CyberCX. CyberCX obviously being one of our main employment partners that we use to place our students into. Josh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. How are you, mate? Very well, thanks, Adam, and, and thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. And so now this episode has actually been one that's uh, been a while in the making. Josh is a very very busy man and is currently doing an amazing job setting up the new CyberCX Academy program, which is what we're going to dive into throughout the podcast. Um, and I'm not just saying that just because you're a guest, mate. The feedback that we get from all of our students, whether they're successfully placed students or the ones that are told that they're not yet ready, all of them have really, really good things to say, mate. So well done. That's good to know. <laughs> Before we start, I just quickly want to give a bit of an overview to our new listeners of the podcast, um, a little bit more about who we are and who this podcast is for. So Cyber Evolution is Australia's only dedicated cybersecurity training and placement institute. We basically specialize in finding people their first job in cybersecurity, and obviously CyberCX plays a massive role in that. Over the years, we get, you know, we've helped hundreds of people land their first job in cybersecurity. And still to this day, each week, each day, we get so many people coming to us interested, thinking about changing careers into cybersecurity. And we get bombarded with all of these questions like, you know, what skills do I need to learn? Um, what is actually an entry-level role in cybersecurity? What will I be doing? Um, what's the pay like? What's the career progression like? And so the point of this podcast is to break down some barriers, some common misconceptions, and really just educate people on what cybersecurity is and how you can land your first job in the industry. So if that sounds interesting, then keep listening. This could be the podcast for you. All right, Josh, let's get into this. Um, I want to start where I do with most of the guests that we have on, and that's from the beginning of their journey into cybersecurity. Where did it all start for you? Yeah, great question. Um, bit of an interesting journey for me and, and probably one that follows recruiters quite a bit, but um, I'll probably start from the very beginning in terms of university days. I was actually studying a, a degree in urban and regional planning. Um, finished that degree, sort of couldn't really get a job in, in WA, sort of probably had to move to the East Coast, which I wasn't willing to do at the time. Um, yeah, sort of got spoken about recruitment and sort of learned a bit more about recruitment. And, and I guess basically what happened after that is as I got a job in recruitment, didn't really know too much about it, but um, I, I knew I enjoyed working with people. Mm -hmm. I was passionate about engaging with people. I was, I was, you know, keen to learn about the market that was going on. So started my career in recruitment. Um, I think that was yeah, five years ago now that I, that I would have done recruitment agency work. Um, and basically um, most of that five years was spent in the IT and technology recruitment space. So particularly particularly in cybersecurity towards the sort of last two years of my recruitment agency days. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's how I fell into it. I guess I fell into recruitment and fell into sort of the cyber recruitment space and um, been with CyberCX for 12 months now. And, uh, yeah, the job came up. Um, I was interviewed for it and sort of got the job with, with CyberCX. So my role's a bit different. Obviously, I'm, in, I'm an internal recruiter now for CyberCX, not not agency side. Um, so there's obviously a, it's quite different in a lot of ways. But, um, yeah, absolutely loving it. 
Cool. So you've been in IT recruitment for around five years. Throughout that transition, when did you first start to hear about like this cybersecurity skills gap or skill shortage? When did it become a bit of a, a buzzword for you guys? Yeah, so I probably heard it when I was again back in the agency days. I was I was sort of when I started touching on the, the cyber side of things, um, and particularly in WA, we knew cyber security was was becoming a bit of a um, you know I guess the buzzword cyber security. We knew that organisations were looking at employing cyber professionals, um, but at that stage it wasn't really it wasn't really humming along in terms of the, the hiring side of things. We knew that we needed it, but we weren't too sure when that I guess the, the spike was going to come. Yep. Um, and it's actually only since I've joined CyberCX and because obviously we're a cybersecurity spe- specialist services company, really starting to find out, um, you know, which industry sectors are looking for cyber professionals. And, and obviously with all the breaches that have happened over time, um, that's slowly gained momentum, where, whereas now I guess we're just, yeah, it's, it's absolutely booming and everyone's looking for cyber professionals. Um, so, yeah, I guess hopefully that answers that question. But, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's been in the last sort of a bit of a gradual momentum shift over over a couple of years, I'd say. Yeah, I, I think that's the same for everybody. Like if you're an outsider um, looking into the cybersecurity industry, you always hear about it, but you're like, oh, I'm not really too sure what it is. And, but, you know, you keep hearing about the skills gap. It's not actually till you get into the industry, like you have done with CyberCX, yeah. where you're like, okay, now I actually understand it because everyone's got all these misconceptions, right, that you've got to be cybersecurity, right? It's just these guys in hoods in the corner typing away, coding and programming, and it just seems like another world. Um, Whereas now you're in it and just, you know, consumed by it. You're like, okay, this is so important, but it's it's, a lot of the time it's just the basics. You just need to know the basics really, really well, which is, again, what we'll get in throughout the chat. Um, Perfect, mate. Okay, and so give us a little bit more insight into who CyberCX are and what the program is. Yeah, so, so CyberCX was founded um, um, just over three years ago. Um, it, is, it is a private, still a privately owned company across Australia and New Zealand, and we've also got offices in the UK and the US. Um, but effectively what we are, it says it in the name, I guess, but um, Cybersecurity Professional Services Organisation, and we are the leading cybersecurity professional organisation across Australia and New Zealand, which is our main, I guess, business region, if you like. Um, and yeah, we've got diff- 11 different business units, if you want to call it that, or practices that specialize in, in particular areas of cybersecurity services to the market. Um, we work across both private sector and, and a lot across, um, you know, government, federal government sectors as well. Um, and yeah, I guess most of our offices, well, we've got offices across all states in Australia and, and Auckland and Wellington in, in New Zealand as well. You guys um, have grown so quickly. I remember when, you know, you looked at you guys first coming on the scene, it's 2019. Correct, correct. And then yep. how, many, how many staff worldwide? Yeah, so, so I think it was the number initially was like 300 or 400, I believe, at the start, and now yep. we're, we're well over 1,200 people at the moment. Um, so I guess, yeah, in a short, that gives you an indication of the amount of growth per year that we've gone through. Um, and obviously at the moment still continuing to go through some pretty, pretty aggressive growth, um, which is largely driven obviously by the, the sector demand at the moment for the cybersecurity professionals, um, which, which, as you said, we're really still short on at the moment. Yep. And a big part of that growth is the academy program. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, my, and I guess, I don't know if you want me to do an intro on in terms of my, my role within within the academy or the, or the business broadly. Um, yeah. Might be an opportunity. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So basically, I, I lead the academy from a recruitment aspect. So um, all the whole end-to-end process from the application all the way through to, I guess, the essentially the onboarding of, of applicants to come through the academy. My job is to to manage that whole process from end to end across 
Australia um, and also I support New Zealand as well who, who have kicked off recently as well. So that's my focus. I guess a big part of that as well is the candidate experience piece. So I'm obviously very passionate about uh, making sure that any, any candidate goes through the process, whether successful or not, um, you know, it, it, I guess is given feedback um, and I guess is given the best experience possible through that through that process. So that's a big component as well that I'm responsible for. Yep. Um, and yeah, just broadly speaking, I'm part of the talent acquisition team internally here at CyberCX. So there's always, um, you know, some general overflow recruitment that might I might get as well for general, you know, opportunities that come through that I'll, I'll need to sort of recruit for the business as well um, across all the practices essentially if they need a hand. Yep, perfect. And so um, the academy for those listening as well is essentially people that are entering into the industry, right? It's all either career changes or people getting their first job in cybersecurity, right? Yeah, sorry, sorry, I, that was part of the question as well, um, which I didn't answer initially. Um, so yeah, the, what the academy is is effectively it's a it's a it's a program, six month program that's been set up um, for a range of different um, people with a range of different backgrounds. So essentially, we're not we're not looking for anyone necessarily with cybersecurity experience or knowledge. Um, it could be you know it could be anyone who's finished school year twelve and is really just keen to get into the industry. We've got a couple of uh, you know. Um, um, associates with us at the moment that are straight from school in full-time work. That's awesome. Um, which is really cool and they, they're absolutely killing it at the moment. We've got career changes. So, you know, um, we've got a couple of um, people who might have been lawyers or HR professionals, for example, or psychologists. I guess we're just naming a few yep. that have gone, you know, I've sort of wanted, you know, um, I've got an interest in cyber and, and sort of segued into the cyber game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got, we do have the people obviously who've just finished university and they've done a degree in cybersecurity. And, uh, and obviously want to get into the industry at entry level. Um, and then there might be someone who's done a bit of technology type stuff, you know, it might be a desktop support or might just be um, your general sort of technology type stuff and, and not necessarily cyber specialists. Um, but, but again, um, at entry level, we, we, we will look and, look and consider those, those individuals as well. Yep. Yep. Great. Yep. Great. Yep. Um, perfect. I can expand uh, on the program as well if you need, if you need me to. No. No, no, that, that, that's fine. That's that's perfect overview. And uh, I think it's important to mention as well, it's not a um, traineeship or it's not an internship. Like it's full-time employment, right? Like it's full-time. Um, these guys are getting paid for the for the, the academy program. Yeah, correct. So it is, a, it is a full-time paid position from day one. Um, so I guess, yeah, a lot of the questions we do get is, you know, what, what you know, yeah, is, is a full-time paid position or what happens after six-month period? But basically, yep. it's a full-time from day one. And, and after that six-month period completes, um, which is that training component, um, they will they will come back into CyberCX and, and obviously work on our client, um, yep. client engagements as, as any consultant would with us. Yeah. I love it. It's such a it's such an awesome project. I, um, I'm big fans of you guys because you've, you've been front runners here, um, really innovative, because cybersecurity, the skills gap, has been spoken about for years, but the issue is finding yep. companies that are actually willing to hire genuine entry-level people into the industry. Previously, companies could throw, and you know, you would probably have seen this in your time in IT, yep. they could throw money at overseas talent, um, but then obviously COVID hit, that all changed, and yep. they could no longer look overseas, and we had to start looking at homegrown talent. Um, but even then, I think even then, you know, a couple of years ago, there was still resistance um, by a lot of companies and CyberCX came onto the scene with this program and were f- the first to actually realize, wait a second, we need yeah. to start investing time into these people. Um, you know, they're not going to be experts, but in one or two years' time, 
you know, we're going to play the long game here. And in a couple of years time, they're going to be so yeah. far ahead of the game, which is, which is awesome, which that's a new innovative approach. So, yeah. um, which probably comes with its um, positives and its growing pains. Talk me through the development of that approach over the last couple of years. So the academy essentially has been an involvement of all of our, it is called early career programs with CyberCX. So we did have the associate program. We have had sort of rotational programs, but effectively it's been sort of an 18-month journey, which doesn't sound long. Um, but yeah, basically it's, it's 18 months to come up to the point of now that we've got the, the academy program. Um, so I guess the, the whole point of it is that we realise that um, there's so many people out there with transferable skills and so many people that are, that are super keen and interested to get into the cyber industry Yep. or let's call it technology, broadly speaking. Um, but it's probably been the lack of shift in mindset, not just from, I guess, yeah, the shift in mindset that's probably needed, and again, probably broader than CyberCX, we thought it was needed to, to be able to then um, use the transferable skills that they bring on. You know, yeah. it's all about if you've got the right attitude and you've got the right aptitude and you've got those behavioural traits as a person, we yep. believe that, you know, those are the things that you can't really teach. And and the whole, the whole point of these programs is built upon the fact that we can, we can give you the tools. We've got so many great subject matter experts that can teach this. Um, and that's where it's sort of been born from. So, um, yeah, the journey has been amazing. It, it's, it's sort of, you know, 18 months doesn't, yeah, sort of doesn't sound long. So it's been sort of been pretty aggressive approach. But I guess that's typically um, the approach we, we've, we've taken. But also the market deserves this fast. You know, we, need, we need to move fast because it's such a fast moving exactly industry. Right. It's, it's, um, the, it's the approach. No time to wait. It's like it's the strategy that the industry and the, the country needed, right? Yep. We needed to come up with something new because what we're doing wasn't working. And it was, a, I think it's a really brave thing to go, you know what, we're now, we're going to yep. invest a lot of resources and money into people that don't have this skill um, and back ourselves to train them and build yep. an organization, a successful organization based on values and based on culture, which is, you, which is obviously what you just touched on then. Um, yep. Can you run us through some of those like company values and cultures and um, yep, yep. yeah, what you look for? Yeah, definitely. So for CyberCX, we've got four key values. And, and honestly, I can say obviously working with the company now, um, we, we really do live these values every day and I, and I see it and it really is what makes the company quite, quite a special place to work. Um, so we've got, and I'll, I'll go through them, but we've got one that's exceptional people. So, um, you know, we've got so many talented people here um, that, that, that you can learn from, um, you know, we've got definitely some of the better subject matter experts in the industry working for us. So on a day-to-day basis, yeah, we've just got exceptional people, both in support and obviously just in terms of what you learn from them mm-hmm. um, on a day-to-day, which is great. Um, we own it. So that's the second one. Um, we do what we say, um, I guess, you know, so we, we commit to something, we follow through with it and we do it, we do it properly and, we, and, we, and we're serious about it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and I guess that's the accountability piece as well. Um, Stronger Together is our third one. Um, and, and that's, for me, strong together is is what is what I feel like probably is the most is, is is the most important value for us. So we're obviously a massively growing organization um, with with lots going on and there's lots of projects going on. But when it comes down to it, like you know, everyone pulls together as a team. So it is always a team effort, and we're on we're on one mission. Everyone knows we're on one mission to um, to to solve the, the issue with regards to the cybersecurity shortages, um, and obviously our customers are making sure that they get the best service possible. Yep. So that stronger together is, is, is a big one. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you're not a team player, I guess probably not the right organization, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then customer obsessed. So obviously we are a professional services um, organization and our customers are obviously at the forefront, right? So, you know, we, we want to make sure that they're getting um, the best possible service um, possible. Um, so, yeah, the customers are at the forefront. 
yep. um, for us as well. So, yeah, those, those are our values. Um, and, and, yeah, sort of, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I think the two that instantly stood out to me was own it, like, you know, own your role, own your responsibility. But some of the students that are successfully placed that work at CyberCX, we speak to them a lot, um, they're also, they also say that, you know, you can actually own some of the mistakes that you make as well. If you yep. do make a mistake, own it, put your hand up and go, hey, I made a mistake. Um, you know, yeah. you know, I, I you know, honestly made a mistake and um, I need some help here. And building a culture that actually promotes that is so important, especially in a professional services space and such an important one like cybersecurity. Because if, you know, you make a mistake and you're like, oh, maybe no one will know. I'm just not going to tell anyone because I'm going to get in trouble. Like that can be, that can have huge ramifications for yeah. someone in your industry. So that's, yeah, exactly. that's really, really important. And the other one was, yes, yeah, stronger together. We say this a lot, right? You're only as strong as your weakest link in cybersecurity in, in a lot of things, right? But it's even more so important in cyber. So they're, they're really, really cool values. And then to match that, you've got a culture that supports that as well, um, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Awesome. And especially for the academy, I think, um, you know, that support network that they have around them is is very, very important. Um, so, you know, for them to be able to, yeah, share, you know, if, they are, if, there's, if there's things that they want to share, and they, but the, the, yeah, the environment allows for them to share things and, and be open and honest and transparent. Um, yeah, then that's very consistent throughout. They have to be, right? They've got to be able to ask questions and say, I don't know yeah. this, but tell me and I'll go then, you know, I'll learn yeah. from it and then be better for it. So that's, I think that's important, especially for people going into a new industry. It can be a little bit daunting changing careers from, you know, yeah. a, a dentist or from um, so many different spaces, right? Yeah. Yeah, hospitality industry. And they're going, okay, I, I, I need to be surrounded by people who are going to support me here, not um, yeah. kind of push yeah. me down. Great. Um, so we've touched on it a little bit, but can you, I know this is going to be a, a really you know, good bit of value for people listening in. Can you describe your perfect candidate for the academy? Gee, that's a that's a good question. Um, yeah, so I touched on a bit earlier in terms of, um, I guess, the things that we've built this academy on. Essentially, like if we're looking at who we're bringing in and, and what we're looking for, it's very much centered around the personal attributes of the person. Um, so. Um, which again ties into that culture piece. So for us, as we as we maintain and as we advertise, we are not looking for you know necessarily looking for people with cybersecurity experience or knowledge, um, but it is very important for someone to be able to demonstrate their willingness to learn. Yeah. Um, you know, six months is is not a sh- is, is a very short amount of time to be fast tracked into a cyber career, right? So, you know, it is a steep learning curve um, coming in. There's a lot of work to be done, a lot of learning to be done in a short space of time. Um, but yeah, that willingness to learn and being able to demonstrate your willingness to learn is is extremely you know extremely valuable, and we look for that. Um, and I guess just more from a behavioural side of things, you know, um, the, the passion and aptitude side of things. So um, you know, you need to want to do cyber, and you need to want to to get into the industry, and you need to be able to demonstrate to us that 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 you know why do you want to get in the industry essentially? Yep. Um, so yeah, that passion and aptitude for it is is very important. Um, I'd say those are the two standouts. I mean, if you can, and I guess the energy part of it as well, and, and just sort of general interpersonal communication skills. Obviously, we are professional services again, so you are dealing with clients on a on a on a regular basis. So, um, you know, you, you do need to be passionate about people. You, you do you do need to have those communication interpersonal skills up to scratch. 
Yep. Um, but I guess, yeah, so those are the three things, uh, you know, attitude, aptitude, communication, and just sort of willingness to learn. I think those are the things that we, we really, really look for. Yeah. Um, cool. And, yeah, that, that, and then if you've got that, you know, as I said, we give you the tools to, to you know, to, to learn the rest in terms of the technical side or, or consulting side, yeah. Exactly. All of those, those cultural fits or transferable skills and soft skills, they're really important, right? They are ingrained in your organisation. The technical stuff can be learnt. That's why organisations like us exist, yeah. um, you know, and on-the-job training um, with CyberCX as well, specific to your roles. It's really good that you said that because one of the major um, things that I want to debunk, right, in this industry, because we hear it a lot, a lot of people want to get into this space, uh, a consultant speak to them, and they're like, oh, cybersecurity just seems like a million miles away. I don't have any IT skills. I haven't done any certifications. Um, I, I'm, like someone told me, my dad's cousin's brother told me that you need to be um, an expert at coding and programming to have a university degree, yeah. um, you know, to even have a look in to become a cybersecurity professional. So I'm really glad you've said that um, because that obviously debunks that, which is good. Yeah. I still think we've got a long way to go. Though. I mean, we, we're doing a great job of it. And, and I think you can say we, we've not really proved the concept. We've got yep. people that might, people might look at it and say, well, I don't think I don't see how he's going to succeed in the cyber industry with, with no experience or, or qualifications or knowledge. Um, but, you know, you know they're, they're killing it. Uh, so, um, you know, we've proven that concept and it works. Yep. Um, as long as you've got the right support and, and the, you know, the, the right, um, yeah, the right ways of working, I guess, with them, um, it can be achieved. The other one is you've got to really want it um, and show that you are invested in it because I've got a perfect example. One of the gentlemen that I had on last week, actually, in the podcast, Daniel Riley. Daniel. Um, I think yep. it's a perfect example, right? He yep. um, really wanted it, but he kind of heard about this cybersecurity thing, did some research, goes, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm going to apply for the next cybersecurity job at CyberCX. They look like a great company. Applied with no really sort of, you know, background or wasn't even yep. studying, any, studying anything at the time and you can tell that he had a lot of those soft skills and transferable skills and he was a smart guy but um, he didn't quite make it was told that it's not yet the best time for him I think you might have mentioned you know what what you need to do Daniel and he asks us some advice what he can do yep. and get better is go invest into yourself study some certifications get some knowledge and come back again next application and you actually referred him to us um, we spoke to him 50 days later, he's then listened to your, you know, he's listened to your um, input and gone, all right, I'll actually go. I'll invest in myself. I'll do these certifications. He's doing really well, applied again, and only you know, a couple of months later, he's now been offered yep. a role in the next round of the academy program, which is awesome. Which is awesome. That's a good story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a great guy. He's very, very excited to start work, uh, work coming up on yep. the end of this month. 30th of November, he'll be with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. No, it's a great story, and and I guess yeah, on, on that note, I mean, going back to you, we we say you don't need any experience and 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 so that thing, but you know, I guess in terms of the knowledge side of things, it is good to have some knowledge around cybersecurity. Um, I guess you know, if you don't have any knowledge of cyber, I guess how can you demonstrate that you you know, I guess yeah, your willingness to get into the industry it, it does help. Yeah, um, exactly. Okay, how, how are you supposed yeah. to if? if um, you know, you're saying, oh, I really want it, I really want it, but you're not willing to actually invest into yourself, then it doesn't show that you're, you know, you're fair dinkum, really. Yeah, that's it, that's it. And I think it works well. It's perfect now. Daniel's going to be learning so much on the job specific to the role he's in with CyberCX. 
and then he can learn part-time his and get his industry certifications with us. And so he'll be busy, but he's, you know, it's it's his dream job. So he's that's you know, it. And on, and on that, I'll raise a point as well, which not many people are aware of, but um, we do get asked questions, you know, if, if I'm studying or if I'm doing some study of some something around cyber, um, you know, can I do that as well as work full time with us? And then the answer is definitely yes, right? So I think you know, some place might not do that. Um, but yep. we 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 understand that at this entry level, there's still learning to go and then they might be doing a degree on at the same time and the business is very, very much supportive of that. Great. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, you, yes, you are working full-time. It's going to be busy, but but we make sure that, you know, there's time for, for extra learning if, if, they, if they're on a degree or if they're studying further. Yep, yep, perfect. And you mentioned to me earlier this month after the last round of applications that Cyber Revolution had the most successfully placed students out of any other talent source that you use, which is amazing. Yep. Um, I've got my reasons why I think that is. You know, we're both experts in our field, and yep. as corny as it sounds, you know, we do share the same that we do share the same values and genuinely want to make Australia a safer place. Um, because yep. based obviously on recent events, we do yeah. have a little bit of work to be done. Correct. Why do you think the partnership between Cyber Revolution and Cyber CX works so well? Yeah, I you nailed it on the head. I think um, if you're going to have a partnership with with anyone, I think that the values need to align. You need to be um, on the same pathway in terms of what you're trying to achieve. So um, I think it's been very clear, Adam, that you know when we first started speaking, that those values were, were pretty well aligned um, with with Cyber Revolution. But um, I think it's also the care that you take, the care factor that you take with these particular individuals. Like you genuinely invested in every single one of them, and making sure that they've got um, the best tools to to learn. And I guess that that's probably what's showing through in terms of the success that that you've had with, with us in terms of the the candidates that are with us at the moment and will be joining us for the next cohort. Um, they do come with a really solid, you know, baseline knowledge of cyber uh, security, and obviously that when when we are interviewing them, obviously that's coming through through in the interviews. But also, you know, typically I think typically the the, the candidates that you would have are people that are obviously very green. They'll go through your 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 um your training courses uh, and certifications. But when we see that on a CV, it does stand out, right? You know, we've got someone who's, you know, maybe career changing but has done some courses of the cyber revolution. We know, going back to our point about, you know, uh, you know, showing and demonstrating your willingness to get into the industry, that demonstrates to us that, you know, you've gone, you've done some education um, pieces, you've done some courses and, um, you you know, you really want to get into it and that demonstrates that to us. So it does stand out. We do look for it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's great partnership and, and yeah, there's, there's, there's a reason for it. And I think it's, it's probably their values align and it's just because the, the quality of courses that you guys are, are putting them through um, yeah. and the care that you take through that is, is showing for sure. Yeah. And I think uh, like we both, we all specialize in the one industry. You know, I think a big part, a big reason of what we do is we just focus on cybersecurity. So do you, and for the so, greater good, right? Right. It's for the greater good, isn't it? Of the industry, I think. Yeah. 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 And it's not only the training, um, you know, we've got our own tricks and tips to make sure that our candidates come prepared for the interview process. Because yes, the skills are important, and you know, you can um, be on a pathway to learn those skills. But it's it kind of only gets you into the interview. The actual interview is a skill in itself, which is what we spend a lot of time with our yep. students. We even can do role plays with them, which can sometimes be a little bit uncomfortable for them. But that's to prepare them for some exactly. You know, an interview can be uncomfortable sometimes for people. Yep. And so um, am I right in saying that? Like the interview is really, really important? Yeah. I mean, for the process from our side of things, it, it is effectively only one crack at it in terms of the interview stage. Um, so it is a panel interview typically between two and three people on the panel. 
Um, and and yeah, that's where you'll have your shot uh, in terms of getting getting through. Um, and yes, it is nerve wracking. I think it doesn't matter how much experience you've had or how many interviews you've had. It's always a nervous um, a nervous um, thing for everyone. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, um, credit to Cyber Revolution for for doing that training. It's very very important. Yeah, and the main thing is just to relax. You know, I know that you guys are, the the feedback that we've got from our students is that um, as soon as they finish their interviews, they always call us and go. Oh, it's like it's just a really yeah. um, conversational interview. It wasn't like, you know, you know, I know you use the word it's a panel, which can be intimidating, but they always come to us and being like, I really want this job. Like this, it's it can tell it's a great company. And to your point earlier, how much we care, like it is easily, hands down, the best part of my job. Um, and I'm sure the rest of the staff here at Cyber Revolution, when we do get the call from you and saying, you know, yeah. X, Y, and Z have landed their roles at, at um, CyberCX and then we get to call them and congratulate them. Hands yeah. down, it's the best part of what we do. I agree. And for me, going through the journey of, you know, start to finish and, and being able to, you know, be on that phone call with the candidate and say, hey, look, you've got a job with us in the academy. Um, you know, for me, again, yeah, that's that's a, it's a highly rewarding um, thing for, for, for me as well. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 a good and then yeah, someone had to ask me why do I do this job and and you know that that really comes down to it. You know, the kind of experience piece, making sure that I think we reflect our culture. And then it goes back to the point of the interviews. I think we you know you might use the word conversational, but you know we're not there to grill them. You know, yeah. um, it really really speaks to the culture of, of the organisation, how we operate. So um, very supportive company, um, and I think that shines through the the, the recruitment and interview process. Yeah, definitely, it definitely does, definitely does, mate. I want to move on. Um, from pumping each other's tyres up a little bit and <laughs> yeah. talk more about um, the cybersecurity industry and where we are yeah. and how we're going to get better because mm. um, we're in a very, very, you know, scary is probably the right word. Scary, to use. yeah. yeah. Um, we've heard Claire O'Neill, the Minister of Cybersecurity, come out and say that Australia is five years behind where we need to be in regards to, you know, mm. cybersecurity resilience in, in Australia. Do you think that's... Um, do you think that's accurate? Do you think it's there's less, or do you think it's where you know it's it's actually more? Like yeah, oh look, I think yeah, we're we're behind. There's no doubt about it. Um, we're way behind. Um, I think um, obviously our our yeah, chief strategist Alison McGibbon is, is typically and Catherine Manstead from our intelligence team are typically the faces of our company in terms of the media, and they've been asked all these sort of questions as well um in terms of what what they think but yeah look in terms of the industry we're very short on numbers so you know five years behind or thirty thousand um employees short of what we need to be um yeah yeah we, we're way behind so i guess an academy is an example of of trying to solve that with with the skill shortage yep. um but yeah it, we need to do a lot more and and by a lot more i guess it's not in isolation so it's not just cybersex doing what we do it's like how can we work with the government, right? How can the government work with the private sector? Or how can the universities and TAPEs work more with the private sector? So I think there's been some concerted, concerted efforts made and, and we're getting there. But as we know, the industry is moving so fast as well. Um, and with these breaches, only moving faster. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're behind, but I think we, we're getting there. I think the government's playing an important role. Claire O'Neill's been great. Yep. Um, you know, she's been to a couple of our events and spoken about um, what she thinks, but I think she's been really proactive and I know there's going to be a lot more funding hopefully coming from, from the government in terms of cybersecurity initiatives, which you can see starting to happen and, and, and the Labor government's really, 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 um, you know, making it it's a really important thing for them to get right as well. So oh, we're on the right track. So it's just, it's just about 
you know, we need we need we need to act quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, and or fortunately, like these attacks have shone a light on the industry now, and it's going to give people like Claire O'Neill and the government the powers to be able to make change happen quickly, which has to happen, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think you touched on it. What we need to do to essentially make Australia a safer place, right, is bridge this this massive yeah. skills gap that we've got. And CyberCX are a huge part of doing this. I really hope other companies come in um, and do the same thing. If they're not, each day that goes by, they're falling further and further behind. Mm. Um, and it's going to cost, it costs, I've heard the other day that it could cost Medibank billions of dollars. Oh, I think it would be already, no, obviously that, 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 I don't think they've, they haven't paid any ransom yet, but, um, and they won't by the sounds, but um, yeah, I think it's, it's, um, Millions yeah. of dollars already potentially, yeah. Yeah, which is just which is just crazy. And so um, that's what we need to fill, right? We need to fill the skills gap quickly um, and we need really smart, you know, people that can and, and passionate people about the space. We talk about how great the industry is and how um, good the, you know, the training is and all of that stuff. Yeah. But it's genuinely, for people listening, um, you know, it's genuinely only a good industry if what Josh is speaking about here and what we speak about is interesting to you right? It's, it's only going to be a good yep. industry if you're interested in this stuff um, and you're not getting into it just obviously for, yeah. you know, for job security or better pay, right? Otherwise, it's just short term. So yeah. um, it's important to be genuinely interested because, you know, otherwise you're not going to be in the industry long term. Um, yeah. Another gap that we talk about uh, that we should talk about more is the gender gap at the moment. Yeah. What is... CyberCX specifically doing to bridge the, the gender gap? Yeah, there's a, there's a few things that we are doing. And again, very, very serious about the fact that we've got a very important role. And so does obviously every other company that is involved in the tech sector, an uh, important role in, in, in getting that number up a bit. Um, um, yeah, for us, obviously, partnerships are key, as, as it is with yourself, Adam. I mean, partnerships are key. We can't all do it ourselves, so we need to rely on people that are doing fantastic work. You know, for example, we partner with Future Woman um, uh, at the moment, and and they, yeah, they they got so many different females that are looking to career change or you know had kids and looking to come back into the workplace, and uh, they've been fantastic as well. So focusing on getting women back into work, uh, yep. but particularly uh, with regards to us trying to get them, um, you know, interest, if they are interested in tech, getting them through the the academy essentially. So yeah, there's there's concerted efforts made with partnerships like that, as well as you know Australian Women Security Network, we're a partner sponsor of theirs. Um, they do guys, fantastic work. Yeah, you're you're one of the major sponsors of um, AWS yeah. and Jackie Listow there does an amazing job. That's um, job. that's an important network. Awesome. Yeah. So those are the networks that can help us get the number up a bit. Um, but but to be honest, away from that, I think it's probably an education piece as well where. We've realised there's a bit of a gap in the education, right? So there's a lot of people that just still don't know what cybersecurity is, right? Mm. But once they do know about it, it's mm. like, wow, like I'd be interested in that, you know? Yep. Um, yep. Particularly for females, I think uh, they don't you know, typically think about technology in which they might want to be in. But I guess, you know, we've got to go out there and educate them. Yep. The mar- female market say, look, yeah, this is what it's actually done. This is what it's all about. Yep. Um, and, you know, you often find that a lot of them come back quite interested and, and wanting to, you know, do some extra study or, or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a big gap there, I think, in terms of the industry just passing on some education to, I guess you can say, the broader female sector yep. um, that might be interested. Um, but, it's yeah, just, those are the two. It's just an awareness, I think. It's, it's an education yeah. and awareness that, wait a second, this is a huge, this is a huge problem and um, it's going to take a strength in numbers to be able to solve the problem and it's actually not that um at far too far out of reach um, yeah 
Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's um again. It's so 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 going back to the point of can't be in isolation. So it's not one person making one effort on it. It's you know, multiple people making multiple efforts on, on trying to get it up. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's getting better. I think it's trending in the right direction slowly, but uh, still, yeah, obviously nowhere near what it needs to be. Um, but I know a lot of organisations are making you know, great strides um, to you know to to raise that number up a bit and get them get more knowledge out there around cyber for the females that might be interested. Definitely. I think, I think we're in the right direction, um, which kind of leads into where my next question was going to go. And that is, um, you know, obviously Australia, where we're at at the moment, it is a scary situation and we are not yep. where we need to be right now as a country. Do you see, you know, that changing? Where do you think we will be in five years' time? Do you think we'll still be behind? Do you think we will be um, where we need to be in the middle? Or do you think we'll be kind of leading, leading the charge within the world? Yeah, I, look, I think I'd love to have a crystal ball and, and be able to see what it was going to be like in five years' time or 10 years' time, whatever it may be. But I think the reality is, obviously, we mentioned it's so fast-moving this at the moment. And obviously, um, you know, with all these breaches, two major companies, it's clear that we are behind the eight ball um, with regards to that. So the government, again, like Claire O'Neill and, and the Labor government at the moment, obviously making really concerted efforts to be proactive and, and get out there and try and, and do as much as they can with the private in industry so I think, I think those relationships are coming together um so i feel like the wheel's turning now um and it's, it's turning well yep um but you know it's very hard to say what it's going to be like in five years because things you know as i said things are so fast moving and there's so many you know internet of things artificial intelligence robotics like there's all these emerging technologies that are coming in as well which also then in terms of the threat landscape makes things even more complex and you know there's there's hackers that can probably there's more there's more things that hackers can hack into essentially is what i'm saying so yeah yep. that only complicates things further so i just think it's about trying to keep up up to it as much as we can but also just being stronger together so we need those partnerships with government private sector tapes universities etc cetera, etc cetera, to pull together and as one on the mission to, to try and solve it yeah um yeah long-winded way of answering the question but i think yeah there's no, no real no, answer no. to that at the moment yeah well it's not a you know it's not a um you can't really answer it in a short way. I think a big, a big question like that where yeah. are we going to be in five years' time. And so I, I, you know, I do agree with you. I was reasonably optimistic, uh, you know, a year or two ago that we would, you know, get to where we need to be pretty quickly. Now a little bit less because um, there's a few factors, right? There's obviously the awareness, um, yeah. the, the, you know, the government, the powers that they have, which I think is changing, obviously, which is good. Then there's the awareness and the talent, which again, people that is starting to change. Uh, the belief that they can actually get into the industry is that that has started to change. And what we really need to change quite quickly is um, organizations to be able to take those people, you know, the, the, those yeah. large corporates, even small to medium sized businesses. That's where a lot of these hackers, they focus on those SMEs yeah. and they look at investing into a cybersecurity professional or even an outsource a team to, to anyone as um, just a cost. Right, like, and and um, they've still got that focus or that mindset that ah, uh, you know, it won't happen to me. Yeah, yeah. Until that's shifted, you know, then we're we're just going to stay pretty stagnant. And so that has to shift for all of the other stuff to, as you said, yeah. the cogs in the wheel to start turning. So I think that's that's probably the most crucial part. I have to agree with you wholeheartedly. There, we've actually got a cyber education and capabilities team in our organisation, and basically one of the part of their job is also to you know, at a C-suite level, board level. 
to run through scenarios as if you know if they were to get attacked what would you what would you do right you know so basically that again going back to that awareness piece and it's it's only you know, ever since these breaches have happened we've, we've you know a heap heap of demand in that area uh, for running these sort of scenarios but what I'm getting at is that yes that awareness piece is probably not where it needs to be and the people that are the decision makers probably don't know enough um, or pull the trigger early enough yep. before things happen um it's only sort of yeah it's always usually after the fact okay we'll spend that bit of money to to secure our um environment so yeah spot on i think awareness is number one usually reacting to something um that's happened as opposed to being proactive and so so someone like that who's listening or they're a small to medium-sized business owner um they can just reach out to people at cybercx via the website yeah, yeah, we've got a, um, I guess on our website, we've actually got a report a cyber incident tab. So if there's anything that's happened, they can report it to us and, and we can obviously get in touch with them. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a general inquiry number as well. If you go on our contact page, there's an inquiry number as well, which we have yep. running. Yep. Um, go through and, and yeah, go through that those means. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's those are probably the two means from our website in particular anyway. But um, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Great. Mm. Okay, perfect, mate. Well, I think that's... Um, a good way to to wrap it up on where we'll potentially be, where we're at at the moment. I, I wanted to actually talk not only about the partnership and how good that's going, yeah. but also about the industry. I think it's really important that we keep talking about it and what needs to happen to progress. Otherwise, nothing will. Yep. So, um, mate, I really, really, really appreciate you taking your time out of your day. I know how busy you are. Um, it means a lot. For people, you know, listening who... Um, I potentially want to get into cybersecurity or our students. They get a lot of motivation hearing people like yourself. So, um, yeah. yeah, we appreciate it. No problem. And, yeah, thanks, Adam, again, from, from our side, I guess, on behalf of Cybertex as well. Thanks very much for um, – we're only just really getting started, which is awesome. So, yeah, thanks. It's been, been a great partnership so far. I look forward to what's to come. Exactly. Let's continue it for, for years to come. I think it, um, it just works really, really well. So, um, awesome, mate. So if, if people listening did get some value from this, um, you know, or we'll want to know a little bit more, obviously, about what CyberCX do, you can reach out to them on their website. If yep. you do get value from it, guys, please uh, like, comment, subscribe, tell your family, tell your friends about the podcast to spread the awareness about the industry. If you want to know a little bit more about our job placement program, how we train and place people into great companies like CyberCX, then just head to cyberrevolution.com.au. You can leave your details there and someone from the team will be in touch. Thanks for listening.